Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm the executive producer here, John Bates, uh, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I'd like to thank our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty, without whom we wouldn't be able to do much, uh, especially not all the content that we put forward now. I also want to thank all the people that have joined on with us since the, I would say, successful uh, experiment that was Midsummer Night's Dream. If you're interested in that, go check out our YouTube channel, where youtube.com slash Sinstaku, where we performed the world's first, as far as we're aware, live stream production of a community theater uh, performance of A Midsummer Night's Dream. That sounds like a lot of qualifiers. It's more just because that's the way I talk. Please go enjoy them, give us feedback, let us know if you'd like to see more of that in the future. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. You can also follow us on Twitter at Final Show Films or follow me personally at John A. Bates for all future updates and live notifications for our live stream. In the meantime, sit back, relax, enjoy. Welcome back to Final Show Films Adventurers League. It's been a while. There have been a number of problems. Um, life has been very busy. But we're back in a new time slot with a couple of roster changes. Um, but we got John back. Um, but uh, welcome back to this Final Show Films Curse of Strahd campaign. Um, we will go ahead and get right back into the swing of things by starting off by introducing our players, starting with Jeff. Hey, I'm Jeff. I'm playing Jonel, the elven Sunsoul monk. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Connie, the I think I've lost my voice, he's barbarian human. That's an impressive rate of losing your voice. Yeah, I, that was so minutes. So no, I, I started trying to talk and now it hurts. Oh before. And I think I think the fact I was having bubbly soda probably didn't help. So I, I might go grab some tea. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't push yourself on our account. No, I'm I'm good on the um, on the playing part. Okay. Um, and Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Krethic, the Hobgoblin Paladin. And rejoining us again, John. I'm John, and I'm going to be playing Zorm, Gitzerai, Cleric of War. <laughs> Who will be joining us shortly? Because as it turns out, in Curse of Strahd, character transitions are <laughs> simple as a game. <laughs> You're all the funeral. Fog rolls in. Game. Half the people around go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when last when when last we left, um, the group had battled their way through much of Argen Vostolt, the ancient home of the Order of the Silver Dragon. Um, battling their way through the remnants and revenants that occupied the place from previous times. And came to battle with the remnant of one 
ancient Vladimir Horngard, the former Lord of Argon Vostalt. A battle which both Valis and Ismark, the son of the um, Burgermeister of Barovia, did not survive, with Ismark having sacrificed himself so that the group could finish off or get away their choice. Eventually, they did manage to at least temporarily deal with Vladimir Horngard, but at the cost of both him and Valis. They brought both of the bodies back to Velaki, where a service was performed by the priest um, of the Saint of Saint Andrew's Church, Father Lucian Petrovich. And we left off with uh, Krethek swearing to Irina Koyana, distraught over the death of her brother, that he would not rest until he had defeated Strahd in her name. Metaphorically, of course. We're not talking about literally, I'm not going to take a long rest at any point until we're done with this, because <laughs> I got abilities that need recharging, folks. Never again, you made an oath. <laughs> <laughs> Get toothpicks and go. <laughs> oh, I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. We're killing things. Okay. Um. <laughs> yep. So that happened. Certainly, that won't come back to bite me in the ass. You swore an oath. <laughs> uh, but and that is where we pick up with the yep. with the group having made their final farewells to Valis and Ismark and preparing to move on to the next step of your journey. Were you intending to return to Argon Vostol to finish what you had started, or were you going to cut your losses and move on elsewhere? <clears throat> I mean, Krethic, just sort of once we, once we sort of step out of the church and out of the, out of the off the ground, it's like, so, tell me of this, Strahd. What do we have to do? Uh, from what we know, Esmeralda says, Strahd is a powerful vampire who lives within the castle that he rules his realm from. And uh, to destroy him, we have been given task to find numerous artifacts that will aid us in the battle against him. We have one of them. Two of the remaining ones we know are within the confines of his castle which means we will either need to go there to retrieve them and immediately go to battle, or go there, retrieve them, and escape. Hmm. To come again and fight when we are prepared. <clears throat> I see. Well. What else do we have? What else is there... Are there other places to... The place where we lost our companions is still, from my understanding, under the fell influence that causes its bodies to rise as revenants. So if we wish to mm. not leave their business unfinished, we could go back and accomplish what we had come there to do. Certainly not opposed to that. That is... 
That's what my order does. And it's I would the... not be adverse to putting in the effort to cleanse that key. Though be aware, of course, that time sufficient time has passed. Their bodies have likely risen again. Connie will sort of flip through her book and one should never abide by the ugly, the evil, the undead. Flips many more pages. There is a valuable to a ritual of mourning preparation to proper beauty. Care for the skin and hair or should be undertaken regularly and proper <laughs> Her equipment is always required. Oh, so, bathe and better prepare ourselves. Is there anything else that we could uh, acquire? Anything that would be helpful? Holy raiments? Anything that would help us against the undead? Because just charging back in is not the best in plans. Well, what did you, what did you encounter there? That will a large number of revenants and the leader <clears throat> of the revenants, the remains of one Vladimir Horngard, uh, conjured spectral warriors to his defense. I see. And the three revenants we put down will be back. But if they remain in the cathedral, we might be able to just simply bypass those. And I... There is a value to foreknowledge. Well, if, if what you're saying is you... The rest of you could use a rest. <clears throat> that probably wouldn't be the worst idea. I am, I, I'm fresh and strong, but something that's formidable, we could all be on our best. Shall I rest the blue water for the evening and move on in the morning then? Perfect. To the end then. And so the group of you convene at yep. the blue water inn to take a long rest. Don't you all so get it? I genuinely don't remember. Have we explained to Krethic uh, that we totally learned <clears throat> to the town guard last time we were here? I don't think no. that came up. Okay. No, that did not come up. Thank you. So, yeah. Because uh, according to my character sheet, I still need a long rest as far as I can tell. Yep. Very well. So you all take a long rest. Yes. Meanwhile, somewhere else entirely, in the astral plane, Zorm. You stand on the prow of the Elder Revenant, watching the astral sea drift by as you and your crew scan the horizon for your next 
conquest goal <laughs> quest it all blends together with time but as you observe the surroundings and the endless expanse of the astral sea keeping an eye out for dangers or potential targets something strange catches your attention the astral sea is massive expansive it's practically the outer space of most settings but there's a strange mist rolling in which is not typical for the astral sea to even bear mist and as it rolls in it there was no onset there was no sign of it but it's all around you now and it obscures your vision heavily draw my silvered greatsword assuming <coughs> try to find my way to the to the the wheel and see if we can't steer out of this mist so you you make your way you know this ship you served on the ship for many many years and so even even in the midst of incredible incredible unnatural fog you can find your way uh to the prow to find the prow to find make your way to the helm to find uh to find the wheel and as you as you turn the wheel uh the mist encroaches even tighter on you and you find the rest of the ship aside from you in the helm beginning to be obscured from your sight um and as you turn the ship you feel a lurch as it uh pivots in the astral plane and then a heavy rumble as everything shakes and a few moments later the rumbling ceases and you find the mist receding but your ship isn't there anymore you the helm the small bit of wood at your feet but basically just the five foot of the floor of the ship around you have been planted in the middle of a grass field outside of what appears to be a walled city. I pick up the, the helm, because it's no longer attached to anything, so I can just carry it. Yeah, it's heavy, but you can carry it. I shoulder it, and I walk towards that town. And so as you, as you approach, um, there's no guard compliment to greet you, and the the gates are closed but not barred, and so it's relatively easy to just shove the heavy gates open and make your way in. Boot on gate, shove. And so you 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 shove you shove through the gates, and you find yourself entering a town that seems to almost lack the spark of life. Um, the, everywhere you look, you see people shuttering doors and hiding at your presence. You see 
the the smoke that rises from chimneys is thin and sallow as if lacking even the heat of flame and the ever-present mist on the corners of your vision <clears throat> while it doesn't pervade through this town as much as it seems to it's and swath the outer regions is always visible at the corner of your vision and as you walk through this town you see the only place that seems remotely alive is a small inn at the center of town i'm head that way because if there are people there they can answer my questions and i don't have any hands free so obviously the door gets booted open so the rest of you, as you're taking a few moments to get some rest and like relaxation at the bar of the Blue Water Inn before um, you actually head to sleep for the night, the door of the inn crashes open and slams into the wall and all eyes in conversation stops as all eyes turn to the pale yellowed figure entering, carrying the remains of a ship's helm over his shoulder? What do they see? So, aside from the remains of a ship's helm over his shoulder, a uh, sallow yellow face with uh, sort of like brownish pock marks all over it, in addition to uh, very obvious evident scars on the face. Uh, no nose to speak of, with sort of bright red eyes and uh, almost a reptilian t uh, uh, grin. Or not grin, but face, because the mouth doesn't close quite all the way because the upper lip is kind of missing. Uh, wearing uh, black, uh, just uh, stained black um, splint mail that has a bit of a fur collar to it. Uh, holding in his right hand, so wheels over left shoulder, holding in his right hand a large silvered great sword. With a large, uh, with a large um, cross, with a large cross guard and ring pommel, um, visible <clears throat> over the right shoulder is a the head of a maul, um, as well as a shield, and a warhammer on the on on that sort of same side. All of the weapons seem to be leaning to the right hand side. Um, uh, and just sort of long, ragged, black hair. Sort of hanging down and around the he uh, down and around the head, blending in sort of with the furred collar, uh, just looking very serious. Brethren spins around, shield up, axe out. <clears throat> Great, yeah. Uh, Krethic, go ahead and roll me a religion check. Actually, Honey, you can also roll. We're that. in the bar. I'll pull out my staff. It, if it is relevant to remember. I don't come from a realm that has a lot of experience with, with the astral, yeah. With any kind of religion other than Eberron. So, yeah. uh, 13. So, it's, you don't have a lot of experience with religions, but extra planar stuff is extant. Not a whole lot of interaction with it, but it does exist. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's manifest zones and, and shit like um, that. And so you've faintly heard 
in the past of mm. the extra planar creatures known as the Gith, and you know that there's some sort of division between them that denotes Gith, Yankee, and Gizzeri, if you don't for the life of you know what that division is or what it represents, okay. you're fairly certain this looks like a, uh, one of those extra planar sailor people. Jonel yeah. just kind of turns around in his chair. He doesn't actually get up yet. So yeah, the hobgoblin is in a combat you are an attacker stance. Yeah. The 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 hobgoblin in silver flame imbued or er, uh, embossed armor is uh, if you have no quarrel, welcome. If you have quarrel, I would prefer you announce it beforehand, good sir, so we can fight now. The head just sort of swivels and locks on to graphic. Hobgoblin, what plane is this? From my understanding, that is a complex question. <laughs> we are in the land of Barovia. <clears throat> yes, that's that is accurate. Um, the land of Barovia is, from my understanding of planar travel, which is admittedly limited, is uh, in a place between planes uh, where many different realms can be accessed by, I suppose, is the right word. It's just a sort of reptilian growl emanating from the gith. And how does one leave this place between planes? To the best of my understanding, <clears throat> you do the right, you, you do what should be done anyways and destroy the vampire who rules over this land. Do I have any knowledge of what vampires are, Game Master? Roll me, roll me religion. I will, I will internally ask Zerthamon for guidance on this question. Alright, add a d4. Yeah. How religiously obligated am I to be... There is an incredibly ugly, dangerous thing. <laughs> no religion. Uh, so that's a that's a thirteen plus four. That makes it 13. a thirteen. Uh, so vampires, hilariously, the people who become vampires often are powerful mages, and sometimes traverse the astral sea. So you've encountered probably you might not have gotten into a fight with one before, but you've at least heard of or maybe seen a vampire in the astral sea before. And who hunts this vampire? Uh, so, Connie, this thing's really ugly. Oh, yeah. It's really <laughs> ugly. But at the same time, it's not actively trying to fight you and seems like it wants to kill the vampire. <laughs> and you're working with a hobgoblin. Yes. Hey, this is a very charismatic... Yeah, this is a very charismatic... Well groomed, very nice armored. Hobby. Also, also, there's a we part of there's a you, but we're not really sure. Also, there's a there's 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 a part of you outside of your religious doctrine that you kind of suppress, but the, the 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 outfit really speaks to that goth vibe that you've been trying to suppress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm punk, thank you very much. But yeah, fair enough. They punk, go hand in hand. It's a punk goth. <laughs> Who 
Who hunts uh, this vampire? That would be us, uh, actually. Mm. Krethic of the Silver Flame. I will let my companions, mm. newfound as they are, Jonel's going to stand up. He's going to put a hand on Connie's shoulder. Partially to show solidarity and also to hold her back if necessary. Barbarian, and, you can talk. Uh, yeah, she'll probably drag me along with you. But <laughs> Jonel, <laughs> <laughs> Jonel to, to go for the ride of Connie. <laughs> okay. I'd slow her down. Fine. And um, I'm I'm Jonelle. This one is it is I Connie. Am, yeah. Okay. The woman sort of the staff's still leveled at you, but mm. it's in one hand now, reaches down, pulls out a fairly large tome, flips to the back part of it. I am Connie Rose. But Beloved and favored of God, of the goddess Soon, of Temple This. It's just this, like, almost paragraph-long introduction that is delivered halfway between I'm reading off of this script and I am making passive-aggressive comments at you by reading this script. Oh, uh, uh, another key feature I forgot to note: um, Zorm is almost seven feet tall. Yeah. He is six foot eleven and weighs about three hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. He's a Gizzerai. He's big. Yep. Uh, so after the introductions, the the great sword comes up and then rotates in the palm and slides into a scabbard that's located basically just underneath the armpit. Shunk. Still on the right-hand side. Then you have the assistance of Zorm. Gitzerai Cleric of Zerthamon. Didn't check. You're on religion, yeah? Yeah, I'll roll it. I don't know it, but uh, I know I won't know Uh, it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to know who that is. has any reason to know it either, so natural one makes sense. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jonelle has no idea who this is. Yeah, Janelle, you have no idea. Uh, Krethic, you, uh, you, uh, you obviously don't know Zerthamon, but um, based on your analysis of this individual, if he is a cleric, as he says, you can highly surmise that he is a cleric of war. Right. And then Which I'll... means that he is both skilled in combat and in healing. Still, Still holding the helm, reach with that right hand across to the left-hand side and open up a flap in sort of the the armor and pull out this large black metal bound tome that has a symbol none of you recognize on it and sort of like indicate it towards Connie as if it and the book Connie's reading from are like the same thing (laughs) (sighs) I mean you can mildly offended but I mean, you, you can you can recognize a book of scripture when you see it, though, even if oh, it... Oh, yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Just because a god has scripture doesn't mean it's compatible with... Soup. Yeah, no, absolutely not. This <laughs> is... <laughs> Zorm doesn't know who Soon is either, so... Yeah, I... No, I... We are... We are a group of religious folks. 
who do not have the same pantheon. I mean, you can roll me a religion check, uh, Zorm, because, sure. I mean, the, th the thing about the astral plane is a lot of stuff ends up there by accident. That's true. I will once again internally pray for guidance. 17. 17. I mean, you don't. You might not know soon specifically, but you've probably seen uh, iconography and the aspects of a goddess of beauty before <laughs> and what that typically holds in regards to the gith. Um, but also, you also recognize someone who is bound to speak only by scripture and prepared statements. Mm. You, rec you recognize that in someone. Okay. You've seen people like that before. Okay. Yeah. Just sort of give Connie a smile. But again, the upper lip is missing, so it's... <laughs> it's just this not not a lot of teeth here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sharp but, teeth. By the way, <laughs> since... You listen to your height reminded me I hadn't I, I hadn't I hadn't picked physical dimensions for this character. I just went ahead and did the random rolling thing. Uh -huh, what'd you get? Six foot eight or six foot four, as tall as a hobgoblin can be. Alright, so and two hundred and fifty pounds. Only like six inches six or seven inches shorter than the yep. than the Gizerai. So you're only you're only a half a foot shorter than the Gizerai. You're pretty big. It's yes. only fifty pounds wider. <laughs> Yep. The 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 beef incredibly beefy cleric and paladin. Janelle is just going to give Janelle a slight shake of the head and pay for whatever drink I'm having if I need to and head up to my room. It, like it, it's like if if Krethic and Zorm clasp forearms, it's like a scene out of Gears of War. It's just the yes, <laughs> I approve of this. So still, I never even played more than two seconds of Gears of War, and I approve of this <laughs> just based on the motif of that game and the ridiculous like macho ness of it. Ridiculous amount of meat. So I ignore the door, which is probably hanging off of only one hinge right now, because I did not keep it, lightly. It, it's sturdy. It, it definitely, it definitely slammed real hard, but it's made of sturdy stuff. Um, and walk, sort of walk closer to Krethic. When do we hunt this vampire? Soon. This, um, Connie and um, Jonelle and the rest had I am also a new addition to this group um <clears throat> they had just come off of a, a significant battle and need a little time to recuperate and then we will there are a couple of things that we need to accomplish there is a keep full of foul unclean things, revenants that need to be taken out and hopefully soon after that. Very well. Let's sort of look around. Is there like a, um, are there like any like sort of coat hangers anywhere on the walls? Or like... Yeah, there's there's places to hang things. I walk over to one and I hang the helm from it. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's made of it's made of iron, so it holds, but it creaks and it bends a little bit because you've got the helm and the stand of yeah, and the stand of wood that connected floor. to the floor and part of the floor. <laughs> Very well. I will follow your lead. Excellent. Oh. <clears throat> I'm assuming there was a part of a ship attached to that. I was aboard my ship, the Elder Revenant, when a mist rolled through. That is all that was left when I found myself on this plane. Hmm. Well, I hope your ship will survive without a helm. It's mostly for decoration. Gitzerai ships are flown psionically. Well, welcome your help in clearing the undead from this place. But I will see you in the morning. For now, I said. I am going to retire for the night. Indeed. We shall keep watch for you. I will find a table. It might not have been empty before I walked up to it, but it's probably empty by the time I sit down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jonel heads upstairs. So when, 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 the, when, the, when the, like, seven, when the almost seven foot tall hulk of a monster wearing spiky black and furred armor start stomping over to the table. Anyone who was there decides they're going to have a drink somewhere else. With a hobgoblin coming along with. People <laughs> <laughs> are going, this inn just got weird. Okay. So sit down however I, however I need to move the things around in order to fit at the, at the table. Um, with back to wall, face to door, and just lean back. And I'll probably I'll, I'll probably fall asleep in the chair eventually. Mm -hmm. Depending on how long they rest. Krathic, you doing similar? Yeah, I will probably eventually um I will stay up for a good period of time. Basically take like second watch equivalent. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then yeah, there will be eventually be the need for sleep. Alright, so you all you all get a long rest in. Any of you who had things expended, regain hit points, regain features. For forgiveness of my goddess, because clearly the presence of ugly people indicates her ire with me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my spells and see what's going to be useful for killing undead things. I think I've already got those, but... <clears throat> Alright, so, you all wake in the morning... Um, presumably you reconvene downstairs. And I mean, there may be a couple of ugly people around you, but you've got at least one very pretty woman in the form of Esmeralda. Like, yeah. even, even, her, yeah. even her missing limbs, the prosthetics are very beautiful. Yeah. She's trying as hard as she can. Like, Soon is not generally happy with any form of disfigurement, but it's good that you're Fixing it well. Um, 
Seriously, one of the few canonical myths about this goddess is... Yeah, that someone got scarred in the face and got cast out of the clergy, yeah. Well, as far as I can tell, it was more than just he was clergy. He was, like, important. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm going to... The only, the only, the only spell on top of the ground, I'm, I'm, I'm unpreparing enhance ability and preparing uh, prayer of healing. Mm -hmm. because that might be useful later so we i assume explain where we're going and head out or is there yep unless you have anything else you want to do in town is there any form of alchemist that's serving potions in this town That is a good question. I don't think you guys ever looked. I think we just assumed it was a super gothic setting and that healing potions were not available. I can check. One second. I, I, I also doubt that healing potions will be available, but I will check. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, because I think the, the um, last time we were in oh, didn't yeah, happen. As that's happening, Connie will... Understanding the way one is perceived and local trepidation mm -hmm. to the beauty of soon is vital. Glancing meaningfully at the one person who still knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, so just <laughs> fixes Connie with a stare. Blinks very slowly. Um... Connie is trying to gently remind Jonelle that we kind of slaughtered the town guard and may not be yeah. super welcome in town right now. Um, if the new guy wants to go, he can more than welcome to. We will prepare Esmeralda's wagon for travel. Yeah. There does not there does not appear to be a notable alchemist. I'll, I would I would like like if, if if nobody else knew I would like ask the bartender and I assume I would get yeah and she and she would she would basically say there isn't one yep. <clears throat> and we will leave <clears throat> excellent and, and heading out of town yesterday I'll tries to keep a low profile as much as possible with the present company which is probably very difficult because Cressic just can't help but walk down the middle of the street. It's walk apart from the other two. Yeah. I was about to say, it's really easy for Jonelle to disappear. <laughs> just get a bit of distance between me and the other two. Right. and just kind of... I continue to walk. I, I, I sort of like right behind Krasik, like just a few steps behind. Looking like very the, much like a yin yang image. <laughs> like all of all of the all of the attention is drawn straight to the two people in heavy armor. And I will point out my background feature again for you for any for yeah. any NPCs in the area. <laughs> I mean, none of them none of them know the astral plane, but you have the the vibe of someone that people don't want to mess with. I just with. have that vibe, even if you don't know me. Oh, and I will I I will um, offer you the same thing that I offered to. Um, Krethic, because you don't have, you know, nine levels of character advancement, you can replace your armor with full plate if you want to. Yay, I will do that. 
Because I know I offered that to Kratik as well. Yep. I... Yeah, All right. I'm there. I'm... All right, so you, you guys head to the wagon and uh, take off heading... Are you going back to Argon Vostalt? Yep. That yeah. appears to be the plan. We've got a new cleric. Let's try again. <laughs> Hopefully this one is less. We've got a new cleric and actually a new fighter who might be more competent than uh, our hireling fighter. When <clears throat> um, we get to the keep, Connie will um, just head in and head for. I'm not sleepy anywhere. Um, <clears throat> for um, the room, the uh, which room? The room where we initially fought the pile of revenants. Oh, uh, the, the three of them in the chapel. Yeah. Yep. That's what it was like. Jonelle was gonna. Well, if Connie's gonna go ahead, I'll let Connie do it. Tokens on the sheet for the other two. Or yeah, work on that now. Cool. Yeah. It was cold in my house. Now I'm sweating as I try to get my jacket off. Yeah, I'm headed there. If anything interrupts us on the way, great. If not, hopefully they'll still be where they were last time. Are you are you trying to not draw their attention as you enter, or? Let's see. I'm going to make this an intelligence, because this is more tactical. <clears throat> yes, despite how bad an idea it is to stealth with two full-plated beef machines. We're gonna do this the stealthy way, or at least One I One of whom has a dexterity of eight. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I made the tactics roll. Um, it wasn't good. If I do see yeah. Connie going up ahead, I will hold the others go, uh, wait a sec. Um, are you going to go check on the, see if those three revenants are back? I thought it would be best for all of us to go in. Yes, nobody should go in alone. But if we catch them... By the way, Aaron, congratulations on rolling four dice, dice four times so far and averaging a two. So, <laughs> for those who are watching earlier today, you might have noticed that I was rolling a lot of d6s and I only rolled below a three on d6s three times. A three or below three times in a fairly and now, and now you're paying for it. And now I'm paying for it. <laughs> this is what Adventures League does. It accumulates all of the dice luck that was good, and it's like, here is the counterbalance. Pretty much. Um, yeah. So is that is that why Jeremy can actually roll decently in Adventures League? It's dice karma. Maybe. Um, I mean... So Connie will find the correct words to suggest a stealthy approach. 
yeah. and start stealthing in the correct direction, leading the others. Would people mm-hmm. like to attempt to stealth behind? Sure, this will be this will be lots of fun. Let With me roll my for those in full. <laughs> let me roll my. Good God, Aaron! Seven I know this was a bad decision. I rolled to see if I would make it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm not questioning your decision. I'm questioning the... your die rolling. It was, it was the natural one. That got was... My God. Yay! St- rolling a negative one, a negative one roll for stealth with disadvantage. That's gonna be great. <laughs> Double fives, which means four. Mine was a seven. <laughs> I got the highest of the well, three of us. just cringes. And Jodell disappears, lets them go off to their doom. That's what I was saying. Like, <laughs> the, three, the three of them are basically marching for the chapel, and then Janelle's just like, whoops, we're going to go in silently. <laughs> it's just the weight of the three of us. Can you imagine that we get about three steps silently, and then all feel the need to declare that this is for our god. Yeah, I was about to say the, the, specifically our God's glory. Yeah, I was about to say the 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 religious posturing begins yes. and kind of ruins the stealth. No, no, I I like to think that we're just doing a Pirates of Penzance with cat like with like tread. Okay, so we head into that room. Yes, um, as and... unquietly as possible. <laughs> I got, I got... Even your tokens are fucking posturing. Hold still. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> there is absolutely not enough room in one five foot space for you and for your character and my character, John. <laughs> there is no way. I mean, there's not a five room and a five foot space for me. <laughs> so, what is the reaction of these revenants? So, the, uh, the. Hang on, let me roll. Okay. <laughs> so, while, the, while Esmeralda and Janelle are like creeping up to the sides of the wall and trying to look in quietly, <laughs> the three of you just barge in. And so, you know, last time when you approached, you were greeted with the sight of them, like, kneeling and praying to the altar before they turned to face you. <laughs> this time, they've been turned, and they're just waiting for you. We can roll some initiative. We get the, we get the Powerpuff Girls entrance, basically, where the three of us just, wham <laughs> through the door. So, this is my favorite part about my, about, about my lower decks. Holy... Sorry. I like that your deck is a minus point ninety two. Yes, because you add your tie, you add it to the yeah. tiebreaker. <laughs> right, I don't need to roll separately for all of them. Uh, the first one's a four. They're going on four. I'm going on three. Does guidance apply to initiative rolls? I don't think it does. Uh, no. It is, and it's a dexterity ability check. But you have to have. You would yeah. have to. You would have to cast guidance before the fight started. Guidance is technically an action, yeah. um, but it is a concentration spell for up to a minute. So, 
So actually, it, when uh, you're not doing anything, it's very convenient to cast it and just take. Two I will actions. say you so. were walking to a fight. Yeah. And considering your and considering your ability to cast guidance so regularly, I would say you probably would have gone into this fight with guidance up. Cool. Zathamon, protect me. Guidance is the best spam spell or spam cantrip. Yeah. So just add a d4 to that. Yeah, because it does it does specifically say like all ability checks, and mm. initiative is described as a dexterity ability check. Make I counted one to seventy. <sighs> all right, so yeah, edit your initiative, and let me roll for Esmeralda. Thirteen. All right. In descending order, Janelle, you're first. They haven't noticed you because they've noticed everybody else. Clonk, clonk, clonk. You're welcome. We make your stealth more viable. <laughs> so what are you up to, Janelle? Okay. Um, well... I've fought these guys before, so. <laughs> uh, I'm going to step into the room here, and I'm going to, oops, I did not want to move there. I'm going to open up with uh sunbolt that thing and one in each and we are we have come here to put you down once and for all so top one from top down all right 16 Uh, 16 hits for eight the one in the middle that hit for nine and the bottom one, or the 12, is probably going to miss. Uh, just barely. And I'm going to step on over this way. And so as, as Janelle strides in behind these three plate-wearing, uh, behind these three, actually, technically, you would have advantage on that one because you have the surprise on them. So roll that, roll that last one again. Wearing- Plate. I'm barely wearing anything. So yeah, that's fair. Whoops. Uh, let's roll. Let's get 21. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. 10 radiant damage. Perfect. Um, so as Janelle steps in behind these three massive individuals and just hurls a trio of balls of radiant energy striking into each of these revenants and then ducks uh, behind some of the pillars to take some cover. Zorm, it's your turn. Um, I draw my greatsword, and as I, dr- as I draw it, Zerthamon blesses my blade as I cast Holy Weapon. It's gonna be all about the declarations. <laughs> yeah. You have three. You have three different kinds of religious people in this party. It's going to be all religious declarations for the rest of time. Hey, um, I did not. St- okay, admittedly, I did start this. Um, <laughs> uh, so my weapon now glows 
with a 30 foot radius of uh, with 30 foot radius bright 30 foot radius dim after that of divine light um, <clears throat> and deals extra damage now extra radiant damage um, and I will remind you that I have the guided strike channel divin channel divinity ability um, which basically means that after I make a roll but before I know it hits I can determine if I want to add a plus 10 to it Yep. I can do that twice per long rest. Yep. Um, you use the same channel divinity that you use for yeah. um, use turn into though. Yeah, I use my same channel divinity. I just wanted to be aware of that before you say hit or miss. <laughs> yeah. Um, da -da 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 -da. Okay. <clears throat> and then I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, look! Fancy that. Uh, there's a guy right here in front of me that really wants to get hit. Uh, so I'm going to make a great weapon master swing with my silver greatsword. Alright. Uh, I'm going to add a plus 10 to that. <laughs> Alright, so 17 hits. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so a 17 instead of a 7, because that would be really embarrassing to miss on the first right? strike. <laughs> Right. Uh, so that's going to be wow the <clears throat> the radiant damage was a one and a one, but the bonus damage from my divine strike was an eight, so it balances out a little bit. So that's um, twenty-seven. Hang on, sorry, my ah, roll twenty. Why you suck? Yes, twenty-seven points to damage. Twenty-seven damage. Yeah, I can't see my damage anymore because the the drop-down box, the drop-down description box decided to freeze. <laughs> All right, attack, so uh, and two of that is radiant. Don't you have so, the ability to make a certain number of extra attacks as a bonus action per long rest? But I used a bonus action to activate my. Holy oh yeah, weapon. to activate your yeah yep. your holy weapon. Uh, Connie, it's your turn. My turn. I get to hit more times than you. You do. Uh, <laughs> me too. <clears throat> you both do. So I'll run up to that one. And that's that's thirty feet. You gonna rage? Yeah, I'm going right. to rage. Ending that. And then I'm going to... I like how they're lined up three in a row, and we are basically all just charging straight yeah, up. Just... One in <laughs> <laughs> um, how we do? <laughs> you guys are taking them one-on-one. -on -one. Does a 12 hit? Just barely misses. Mm. Second attack... Actually, did you want to swing recklessly? Oh, that's right. That's the thing I can do. It's been a little while since I've played this character, yeah, so those are going to be the first one, because, yeah, she's absolutely... Yeah, yeah. She needs I, to show these people up. We, we haven't played in over a month. I, I, I expect there to be some rust. 20 hits, I assume. 20 hits, yes. 20 definitely hits. And then Divine Fury plus the attack. So nine radiant and sixteen slash. Twenty-five. Uh, does that include your rate? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's that's the rate version of my attack. Um. So yeah, I cut this thing. And so, as as, as, uh, as both Connie and Zorm both charge forward with great swords held high and. Slash down into the revenants that they're each facing. Both of their weapons blasted with radiant light at the same time. It's like there's a contest going on right now. 
Oh, just wait. <laughs> Not done yet. Es Esmeralda just kind of looks <laughs> at... Back and walk. Esmeralda's like, I, f I would say there's a dick-waving contest going on, but one of them is a woman. Um, and just... Contest? <laughs> and just kind of leans in through the doorway and looks at Krethic. Um... Do you even want my assistance? My lady, I believe we are fine at this moment. Should things go poorly, you know when to come in. Did you just m'lady her? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. He is a knight of the silver, he is a paladin of the silver flame. He is literally a white knight. Earlier, John, I said this when we were catching you up on the game, that we essentially told um, Ismark's uh, sister, sister yeah. Irina, whatever her name is, to stay in the kitchen. I wasn't exaggerating. <laughs> Technically, he's a red knight. He's a hobgoblin. <laughs> I mean, for funsies, she says she flicks her wrist and a firebolt rockets out. 25 will hit for 10 fire damage on the center one. Uh, which then makes it their turn. Uh, so, <laughs> hang on a minute. I need to figure out how these attacks are going to go down. All right, I'm going to do two long swords attacks on. We're going to do three attacks on each of you because the, each of you have your own red and it's going to attack you twice and the middle one's going to split his attacks between you. Cool. Sounds good. I, you should not be rolling publicly. Nine misses on Zorm, I'm assuming. Yep. The ones that may have advantage. That's yes. Worth knowing. So second one on Zorm. Five misses you. It's a natural one. Third one on Zorm. Nine misses you. Oh, this is going to go great. Three three on uh, Connie. They got all tuckered out with all the hacking they had to do of of, of the ASMR corpse. <laughs> 22. With us. With, with the advantage, 22 hits you. Yeah. Um, 13 slashing damage, have to six. Okay. Second one. Does 15 hit you? No, it does not. Second one misses you. And 14 misses you. Yep. With six attacks, one hit the target. <laughs> it was the one they had advantage on. Yeah. Krethic, it's your turn. All right. So yeah, he brandishes shield, brandishes battle axe, bellows for the flame! <laughs> See the only thing, the only thing that the only the only reason that I'm sad that it's a battle axe is because it would have been perfect for three great swords. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, you can you can double hand the battle axe. Come on. I can, uh, uh, I can, but then that makes my shield master feet kind of useless. Yeah, yeah shield master is really <laughs> useful there. Um, and I am unleashing with uh with two attacks on this. Motherfucker. Um, <coughs> that should not be with disadvantage, but... That should not be with disadvantage. 
God damn, even saving face won't help with that. No, it's a natural one. Actually, yeah, it's a no. natural one. It automatically fails. Yeah, and even if I could, saving face would only bring it up to a 12. I was about to say, what's, what's the distance on saving face? Allies, you can see within 30 feet, or is it allies you can see? Within yeah, as, as morale is just outside. I mean, I have two right next to me who can see. Yeah, yeah but it's a, it's like up to a plus five, and it's one for each ally. Uh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, <laughs> so yeah. you'd, be, you'd be getting a grand total of plus four because yeah, Janelle's exactly. in range. Or plus, plus three because Janelle's in range. If, if Esmeralda was quite in range, you'd be getting plus four. Oh, yeah. Nope. She's... Oh, wait. I counted from there. Anyways, regardless, I didn't hit. Yeah. Second attack. Da, 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 da. Well, there's that 21 again. <laughs> um, Are you going to smite this one? I am. I am going to... Uh, to make up for 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 not doing much on the first one, I will dump a. Uh, uh, you know what? I will dump a. Hold on, it's been a while since I've played a pal. I need to remember. Okay, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll dump the first level in. It's um, so it's two D8 base plus an extra D8 because they're undead plus an extra yeah yeah plus so three D8. Yep. Plus uh, an extra for every level above first, but you're just using it first. Plus your D8 for being a high level paladin, so you got four D8 radiant damage on this. Because I believe you have improved divine strike. Flashing plus. Because I believe you have improved divine strike already, don't you? Uh no, I do not yet. Okay, They're ninth mind. level. So yeah, three D eight. Sixteen. So eight slashing sixteen radiant for a total of twenty-four. Twenty-four damage. Um and let's see, I feel like there's something I can do. Uh What's wrong? Oh no! He, uh, he could just be a very noble dick. Um, uh, do it. No, yeah, he's gonna do it. So I am for my bonus action. I point my battle axe at the one to my left <laughs> in front of Connie, and I am casting compelled duel. Yes. <laughs> oh, can you put the spell text in there for yes. me? You have to fight me now. It has to make a wisdom saving throw. Otherwise, it has disadvantage on any attack, an attack on anyone but me. Uh, what's your DC? Uh, my DC is 16. Please tell me the verbal component is it's time to duel. No, no. He just points and is like, face me if you dare. Okay. Hey, we all know that Yamayugi is a warlock. It's true. Good. So, um... With a great old war patron. With, with, with an 18, he's in the middle of locking swords with Connie, and he just kind of looks at you for a second and hisses and then goes back to Connie. 
I accept I accept your acknowledgement of being a coward. <laughs> John now it's back to the top. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, uh, 10, 15, 25, 30, uh, 40. <clears throat> Jonelle is gonna run up and land on the altar and just a whole series of kicks against this guy. Alright. Yeah, I think everybody else has the radiant damage covered if you want to just go fists in. <laughs> yeah, once I realized, like, yeah, no, they're all dealing radiant damage too. I don't need bucket, to. Bucket, 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 bucket. <laughs> just speed bagging. First shot. You do have advantage because you're flanking with uh, Connie. Yeah, just see if that's a. Also, for me, everybody remember aura of protection is. You guys are all within 10 feet of me, so should there need to be a save? Plus four. Yay, 22 for another seven. <laughs> I'm, he's going to use a key point to do flurry of blows to do another two attacks. 17. So, Liam, yep. why'd you make an NPC token for me? Oh, whoops. And a 23. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a comment on how temporary you are. <laughs> oh. Because the NPC and the PC tokens are right next to each other. <laughs> is the actual answer. I'll fix that real quick. Or rather, I'll fix it between sessions because I'm yeah. not going to break the flow. So a total of 28. Ow. It just rains down just a flurry of kicks of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> Zorm, it's your turn. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to probably provoke an attack of opportunity, but I'm going to shift over this way. Uh, yes, that will provoke attack of opportunity. Um, you know what? That attack of opportunity is going to be a disadvantage. Well, that's good because it would have been a natural twenty. <laughs> Instead, it's a nine. <laughs> Boom! Uh, knocks the sh shield, knocks it away. Move over here to flank this guy with Crepit. It's like, no, you're fighting me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and get my first attack in here with my great weapon master, uh, great sword attack. 19 oh, hits. Double 19. Uh, and both of these are turned on. There it is. So, 26 points of damage. Uh, five of it is radiant. And Six we, of it. And I'll use... Uh, no, five of it. The uh, So, my divine strike just adds weapon damage. My holy weapon adds radiant damage. Huh. It's weird for war clerics. Um, but so, the one yeah. of the six... Uh, was is just additional weapon damage. Hmm. Yeah, because each kind of each cleric has a different divine strike. Like tricksters have poison, light clerics have radiant. The war just have 
weapon, weapon damage, apparently. Yep, mm-hmm. but it's magical weapon damage, so. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I'll use my bonus action to attack again with my Warpriest feature. I can do that five times per short rest. No, long rest, never mind, long rest. But... I was going to say five times per short rest. Long rest, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 17 hits, I think. Yep. Uh, so that's Ooh. 29 points of damage, uh, three of which is radiant. These guys are getting burnt through way faster than they did last time. <laughs> the people who deal with a lot more radiant damage than before. Connie, it's your turn. Well, the other problem last time was that we kind of ran in one at a time, and also no one could get close because Valus had his aura up. Um, but so it was a good idea it seemed like a good idea at the time i'm not arguing it was a bad idea i'm just saying that it had an effect oh no it Um, was a bad idea it just seemed like a good one at the time (laughs) okay so i just want to point out that there's a reason for this okay and then i'm gonna so i am reckless attacking the center one okay god damn it (laughs) because <laughs> two people went for mine well they can have it okay that is <laughs> um and he doesn't seem like he wants to fight me anyways because he took a swing at, he took a swing at zorm okay uh, well switch yeah that's <laughs> essentially the plan for fuck's sake I my god Aaron. Holy cow. The dice are not with you. I want my dice luck back. You stole it. (laughs) With 12 rolls, your average is a 4.67. Because I doubt we'll be facing facing small undead, I'm going to say that's a 21. With my warm. Thank you. All right, 21. (laughs) That will hit, yes. So, strike true. Eleven slashing. Icky, taking that from. 14. Okay, sure, sure. Dice. Wow, that's three radiant that's so and eleven many slashing. I have a second attack. I can only you do. help with the roll. I can't help damage. No, it's it's I'm not excited. anything's fault but the dice. That is another. 19 I hits. Mean, thank not... God for advantage, but that was st- st- you still rolled another nat one and it's well. Uh, Holy shit, guys. <laughs> yeah, so I think a 19 hits, William? Yes, 19 hits. Okay, cool. Use some beautiful dice. <laughs> 10 slashing damage. I'm attacking it. <clears throat> <laughs> That you are, you guys. <laughs> um, almost thirty percent of your die rolls have been ones. <laughs> <laughs> Only well, counting the d twenty. Hold it before we started, but yeah. There's a really pretty gonna... line these guys are in. If she can get up there to lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah, Esmeralda's is going to take her this turn. Just kind of step up. Ah, uh, there's a lot of flashing lights going on right about now. She says, <laughs> she just kind of flicks her wrist out and another firebolt rockets towards the one that's in front of her. All of the lights, all of the lights. 
That one was just for you, Jeremy. <laughs> oh. I don't get that reference, but I'm sure it's amazing. It's a song. I'm having I'm having seizures now. Thanks to thank you for reminding me of that music video. <laughs> it's a Kanye. I actually West. really like I actually really like the song and the video, but yeah, it's a Kanye West song, which means that it's good, but you hate it. <laughs> I uh, unabashedly like Kanye West songs for the most part. <laughs> All right. So, for the most part. He definitely makes interesting music video choices. He does. Yes, he does. That, All of the lights is like strobe lights in music video. <laughs> All right. So, Incredibles joke. E- each of each of the tanks is getting two attacks from a revenant. Yes. We are, now, we are now a party of tanks. <laughs> Storm. 20 <laughs> hits you in 17. Uh, what was that? The 20 and a 17. Uh, the 20 would, except I'm going to use shield. All right. So, it doesn't so you, take, you don't get hit? Yeah. Uh, my AC is now 23. Because you don't have your shield up, yeah. This is what happens when you go into comp with just DPS and healers and get stomped. So you're like, fuck it! We're all playing tanks! No, it's it's when you are, like, it's when people are it's the overcorrection, but it is we're also all healers. Yeah, no, we, we are goats comp. We've currently got Brigitta. We've, we've currently got Brigitta uh, Reinhardt and Zarya, and uh, um, Reaper. <laughs> yeah, we we are goats. Comp. We are three three. Uh, <laughs> yeah, three healer three. Yeah. Um, All right. So against um, against uh, Krethic, I have a twenty two and a eleven. The twenty two hits me. Uh, it'll be 17 points of slashing damage. Bah! So this is important. Which of them attacks me and which attacks Krethic? Um, They're keeping their military regiment, so the middle one attacks Krethic and the top one attacks uh, Connie. Fine. They're defying our decision to switch opponents. This cannot <laughs> go unpunished. And on Connie, I have a 15 and a 19. Do they? Did they both roll with advantage? Yeah. Okay, the 19 hits. So that's 20 slashing damage, half to 10. Feel free to split my enemy with me, Jeremy. I don't have knightly valor. I'm a war cleric. (laughs) As long as they die, that's all that matters. Crapic. It's your turn. Yes. As long as they die and we win. All right. Um... I am going to uh, uh, use a bonus action for let's do yeah let's do a let let's do a thunderous smite and then I Connie wants to fight the one in front of me I will uh, I will I will. Yeah, I will go beat up the one in front of Connie for now. You're you're in good shape right now. I'm not worried about you. Um So uh, 
Speak, yeah. Speaking is speaking is the person in the party who I believe has most recently played a paladin aside from Jeremy. Smite spell plus divine smite is all the damage. It's that is true, damage. but I have also been told there is somebody else, a leader in this group. <laughs> yeah, it was and I am trying to conserve my re. Yeah. This is supposed to be the stomp fight. <laughs> so, um, so that I'm assuming a 21 hits. Yep. Uh, so that is. Well, I'm trying not to take any damage because holy weapon is a concentration spell that lasts for an hour. So, yeah, keep it up. If you, if you can hold it up, then yeah. Nine slashing, seven thunder, and a DC 16 strength save to avoid being knocked. Basically into the back wall and then face first. Because be knocked back 10 feet. Yeah. Uh, so that'll Over be... the altar, potentially. Yep. Well, he, he's, it's, the, it's the one that's by Connie, right? So oh, it's directly right. away yeah. from you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Out the window in that case. Over the ah, yeah! <laughs> It'll be knocked into the window, yeah. Blow him through the glass. <laughs> Did he make his save? Uh, hang on, I need, to, I need to calculate this damage real quick. Uh, it's going to be 16 damage. Is he still around to make the save? And does his corpse fly through a window? He rolls a 15, which does not yes. quite make it. And so he slams back and crashes into the window. His body, like cracks with a sickening popping sound as his spine is like bent over the window as his torso is like crashed out of it but then if a moment later he's just he's just kind of like <laughs> snaps well, back into place because i am walking over to him there's one opportunity attack uh which it will take that's a 10 it misses there's another opportunity attack. That's a 22. That's a hit. For 22 slashing damage. Ow! You don't have a lot of health. I don't have a ton. I have... I have an, uh, Constitution was not one of my primary stats. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not in the worst shape. Uh, and we're going to... How fucked up does this Revenant look? Um, he's definitely looking rough. All right. I'll, I will go ahead and just attack him. Um, and since he is prone, I have advantage. Oh, yeah. The, the pushback knocks him prone, doesn't it? Yep. yep. He's prone in the window. Yeah. Because <laughs> good, because that's a 19 for seven more slashing damage. All right. Stay down. Janelle, it's your turn. <laughs> As he sees the skeleton go flying past him. Okay. Full body. <laughs> Didn't knock his flesh off. Just oh. him off his face. <laughs> I hit you so hard. <laughs> your skin fell off your body. Uh, Jarnell will step over this way. Uh, Connie seems intent on dueling that guy, so I'm going to come across at this bottom guy. Um, this, uh, nope, that is not an advantage, but still 17 should hit. Yep. 10 points of damage. 
natural 20. Oh, natural 20 hit. Nice. For another 14, 14. And I'm going to spend another key point to do flurry of blows. And use this guy as a punching bag. 11 will miss. 11 will miss, yep. And a 23. 23 will hit. Just a little bit off the rhythm there with the bag. You punch right before the bag comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Zorm, it's your turn. I will step back over here. I will first take my attack at this guy between me and Donnell. Great weapon master. Great sword. 13 wow. probably misses, doesn't it? Uh, 13 hits exactly. Oh, thank yeah. God. Well, yeah, I mean, Great Weapon Master, I get a minus 5 to my attack, so I only get a plus 2 on the roll, so. Um, well, bam. That's a much better roll. Uh, so, wow. So that's... Good God. That is 25... Yeah, it, that's it's 30, enough. <laughs> that's 33 slashing damage and 11 radiant. Yeah. So that was out of five dice you rolled on the damage, four of them were max. So I sort of step stepping around the, the revenant, spinning the greatsword behind my back, just bring it around and down through him. And the, there's there's this arc of radiant energy that sort of trails the greatsword as it dances around his back and back up and down and slams into the revenant and basically leaves a pile of ash in its wake. Like, there really isn't a whole lot of broken body transition. It basically goes from standing to ash. And I'm going to raise my offhand towards Krethic. Uh, Krethic! That your wounds be mended. And I'm going to healing word him for or the fourth level healing word. Uh, which... It's only 14, but... 14 matters. Ignore that extra 13 at the top. I didn't unclick the... The bonus damage, the, the bonus damage uh, widgets also apply to healing for some reason. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 all, it's all a yeah. damage roll. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's 14 health back to Krethic. Cool. There's a few things you can hurt with healing spells. Um... Yeah. Alright, uh, that brings to Connie. I don't actually have to reckless attack this turn. Yep. And I'm not... I only have a negative two wisdom, so I'm not going to reckless attack when I don't need to. If you had a negative three. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> 22 That's hits. More like a roll. 11 slashing. Alright, 11 and, slashing. Um... Three radiant. Fifteen, 15 hits. Okay. For thirteen slashing. Those were better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Esmeralda just kind of looks around. <sighs> there was such a perfect formation a few moments ago. <laughs> and it just dissolved before my eyes. That's what happens when a hobgoblin enters the fray. <clears throat> Things just start flying in directions. <laughs> uh, 
eeny me you uh and she just kind of flicks her wrist and this eeny, arrangement eeny, miny, you and this and this and this arrangement of arcane missile sort of dances along her wrist and then just flies outward and slams into the one in front of Connie and she casts a second level magic missile for nice uh, 13 points of force damage which will bring us to the revenants uh, the one in front of Krethic kind of like forces itself out of the window and stands up to face you again. Ah, good. Out of it. Yeah, there's just like glass bits hanging off of its body. A natural 20. Less good. I just healed you. Uh, for 31 points of slashing damage. All right. All right, that's a thing. I'm good. I'm still good. <laughs> it's a good thing I just healed you. I'm and still the, good. And 20 for seven uh, points of slashing damage. Still good. Still good. <laughs> How many hit points do you have left? More than three. <laughs> Less than five. Maybe. <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> the other one's going to go for Connie. He's still standing. Another natural 20. <laughs> cool. For 32 points of slashing damage, half to 16. I'm actually kind of fine. And no, I'm, I'm legitimately not doing that bad. And an 11, which misses. Yeah, that misses. He didn't have advantage that turn. That was nice. <laughs> Apparently I'm getting all the natural 20s, though. Yeah. Krethic. Alright. Um kill him so I can save my spells <laughs> to do a prayer. Don't healing. paladins get healing spells. I am going to Yes, I do have I do have healing spells and I do have lay on hands. I'm not gonna do those right now. Okay. Because I have another plan. I mean if he's um, dead he can't damage you. Exactly. So two attacks. Uh that should not have advantage because he's not prone anymore. No. So, so 15 still hits, though. Okay. Uh, shit, I have to re-roll because... Roll your second attack? There. Just so I've got the... Second attack also hits, so you can just roll the damage twice. There's six. And seven slashing. Is it dead yet? Uh, it's going to be 13. 13. Uh, not quite. All right. So for my bonus action, I'm going to use my shield master to shove it out the window. <laughs> All right. So you need to make an athletics check opposed by its athletics or acrobatics. How high Correct. is this window from the ground? <laughs> it's, pro pro it's whack. It's right, whack. it's right above the ground, but... <laughs> And then just go full linebacker. <laughs> you shove him out the window as he lands on the fence. You know what? That's a spiked fence. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Best a kill. He rolls a natural one on his acrobatics to try and avoid hitting Best the spikes. Kill. <laughs> Even if he's not dead, still. 
He's stuck on the spiked fence. You he gets the style point. And you think about what you've done. What's your what's your strength mod? Uh my strength mod is three. Hey, I'm just as we're we're equally strong. Take an extra fifteen points of damage from being impaled on the spikes. Uh just gonna put him out. We're all equally strong. Ha <laughs> Muscle crew. He's still, he's still writhing on that spike, but he is currently impaled, and I'm gonna say basically restrained by the spike until he pulls it off, until he pulls himself off of it. How often, by the way, is that the case that we have a party full of people who, for whom strength was not like the middle to the road to dump stuff? <laughs> not very. Yeah. All right. Well, that is that is everything for me. All right, Janelle, it's your turn. As he just sort of stands there in the in the <laughs> shattered remnants of the window, staring down heroically in the in like the superhero one leg sort of up slight one knee sort of up slightly pose. You need your one <laughs> knee's on the windowsill. Yes. I must pose like Batman. This is gothic architecture. Or Superman, but yeah. I mean, it's gothic architecture. Batman poses on gothic architecture. Superman poses on metropolitan architecture. I mean, I see him like Superman, except for he's trapped in Gotham because, like, the the okay. the man bat has created this force shield that won't let anything out, and so he has to kill man bat. You have a very interesting, like, level of off-the-cuff DC comic reference <laughs> for that one pose. But it I mean, works! I mean, it does, because you works, can use Thrawn as man bad. Superman doesn't kill. Also that. Really? Okay. No, but he'll blow up robots yeah. and things like that, so undead count. Undead are fine. Man bad is... Man-bat's an interesting an game. undead man-bat. Sorry, William, what are we doing? Zombie man-bat, <laughs> it's Janelle's turn. Um, I don't have much else to do against this guy, but I am going to pummel the crap out of him. And... We've hit him 23 hits. <laughs> 22 for 11. Is he still up? Uh, barely. <laughs> uh, if you roll high enough damage on your bonus action attack, you wouldn't need you wouldn't need flurry of blows to kill him, basically. Twenty six. So nine. that's exactly what you need. <laughs> just a couple punches and just finish him off with just a roundhouse, the big uh, axe kick coming down. And so he is. Well, while he's focusing on Connie. Takes a couple of blows to the back and kind of staggers for a minute and straightens up right as a heel smashes down the back of his skull and he just hits the ground. So, Zorm, it's your turn. What sort of weapons were these guys carrying? Long swords. Are th is there a dagger on that altar? Uh, it's a ritual knife, yeah. Okay, that'll work. I'm going to walk over to the walk past the altar, picking up the ritual knife with my free hand. Walk up next to Krethic. Look out the window. Good shove, and throw the knife at the, uh, and throw the knife at the the stuck, uh, revenant. Uh, roll me a 
because it's a thrown weapon, it'd still be your strength. So roll me a, a thrown attack. I'll just use my my regular greatsword attack. Uh, not with advantage, but that's an eight. Yeah, it would be with advantage because he's restrained. Oh, oh well, then fourteen. Uh, yeah. So roll me a d4 plus your strength. Or it'd be a d4 or d6. Daggers are d6. It's a, it's a dagger. Yeah. Daggers are d4. Are they d4s? Short sword. Short yeah. swords are d6. Short swords are d6. That's right. One d4 plus three. Seven. Ha! <laughs> He's not dead, but there's <laughs> now a dagger in his chest, well, too. Well, now we're just playing throwing darts. Like... <laughs> now, now this has become into a, a carnival game. Connie. Okay. Uh, the one in front of me is dead? Yep. You know who has a lot of javelins because barbarians start with them? <laughs> so... I'm grabbing out my javelins and I'm gonna toss some javelins at the guy out the window. So I'm just gonna walk past Zarm and Krethic. <laughs> so we continue with the carnival game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I this attack. <laughs> and you already have advantage because he's restrained. Oh, okay. I won't reckless attack then. Up um, <laughs> There is oh, a speed. There is there is two pieces of fence spike through his torso. He is restrained right cool. now. Darn! If you don't reckless, I'm gonna attack, try and aim advantage. the javelins to make this more symmetrical. If you don't reckless attack, I don't get advantage when I betray you and attack you from behind for no apparent reason. <laughs> Twenty-two hits. I mean, that's called a surprise attack. Um, 22 plus divine fury do i need to roll uh that's 16 do i need to roll another one um technically because a thrown attack it wouldn't have the extra two rage damage so it'd actually be oh. 16. but i i thought might... it was strength attack i yeah you're it's, right it's, okay. it's strength based melee attacks cool. uh one i will fix that on the javelin rage because the javelin rage is always going to be thrown He's so close. If you if you hit him with the second javelin, you almost can't not kill him. You hit him with the second javelin. Roll damage. I don't think even your minimum damage fails to kill him. Six? Yeah, no, you kill him. Connie just chucks two javelins out the window. It's How like... far down is that? Uh, it's like, uh, because you shoved him into the fence, um, it's only like, it's not a lot of down, it's mostly just out. Well, how far to the ground? Uh, maybe um, three feet. Okay. So uh, uh, Krethik will leap out the window, hit the ground, grab the javelins, grab the dagger, and hold them up for the party. Take yeah. them back. Like, like the window is like chest high to the revenants. So You're, yeah, you could you don't have to leap out. You could step back in. You're six feet tall. Remember? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you it's more dramatic if you just hop like it. walk in and out this window, huh? It's just All right. I'm gonna put that I'm just gonna slot that dagger like into a bracer. Just so I have a I have a throwing dagger now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we rest? There is more danger ahead. Not too long, but if we take ten minutes I can restore your wounds. <clears throat> it would be best if we just a 
short breather. Yes, that would be. It's not like he. It's not like this person. If I understand what you have told me, will not know that we are coming. Uh, I will take ten minutes to cast a prayer of healing. Oh, oh, uh, and prayer of healing does. Uh, does that do plus spell casting. Of... Yeah, prayer of healing, two uh, d eight plus spell casting with additional d eight for every level higher than second, at up to six target people that I indicate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to indicating the two of you because the two of you are the only ones that got injured. It's the same. It's the same healing as cure wounds, but it's got the re- it's got the effect of mass cure. The downside right. is it takes ten minutes. Yeah, it just takes ten minutes right. to do it. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make that a fourth level uh, prayer of healing. Well, uh, do you roll or do we? I do. Yeah. Okay. So you both heal twenty nine twenty nine hit points after ten minutes. Okay. Uh, so give me. Three, and I, I am will like three dump. away from Max, so I'm good. I take I, I take moment I take a moment during that time, I pray, uh, um, in the right invocations, and dump twenty of my lay on hands into myself. That works. So that gets me. I'm still hurt. I'm still not at at full health, but I, that gets you I'm most feeling, of the way. I'm feeling pretty good now. I hold up my glowing greatsword. This has 50 minutes left. Let's find the leader. I think this is like a low um, bar that's slowly I draining. think we've learned our lesson about stealth, so Connie's just gonna head up to where we know him to be. And I will follow that. Brethic is following behind. I All will right. take up the rear. I, I, said, I like to think there's like a loading bar on the sword that's just slowly draining. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Weapon is an amazing spell. It is also the thing I used to use as a torch. <laughs> it works. Also, Prayer of Healing is really nice for between, like, you don't want to take a short rest, but you still need to heal. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Moderate rest. Yep. All right, I swapped it out for enhance ability because I didn't. I didn't think any of us were going to be trying to talk our way out of the situation. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we all have fairly strong and consistent feelings on revenant dragons. Yeah, <laughs> kill. Okay. So, now that I've put that through, uh, it takes you maybe a minute to get all the way up the stairs and back into the room, and as you uh, re-enter the, uh, the, the, the chamber that you had encountered uh, previously, once again, there is a corpse slumped in the chair that is similar to the corpse that had been there previously that was Vladimir Horngard. Yeah. This guy as uh, leans over what is this into what is this creature's name? Again. 
Amir Hongard. And I think we would have given the details last time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, William, uh, because we're on a different page, the old turnover doesn't show up if you want to clear that it. out. It has already been cleared, yeah. Oh so Krethic steps forward. Horn guard. Once again, the, the, the corpse kind of <laughs> snaps upright and stands. Who comes to disturb my rest again? In the name of Tira Moran, voice of the silver flame, it is time for you to rest at last. Come and face me again, then. I will claim more lives today. And I charge. All right, let's roll initiative. I, I, in, in the walk up, I pray. Uh, no, I didn't pray for guidance because it's a constitution. It's concentration spells. So never mind. For fuck's sake, Aaron. I have advantage on initiative. <laughs> that was two natural ones. That was two net ones. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Folks. I give up. I give up. I actually just need to check something, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Jonelle also rolled exactly the same, same. last time. <laughs> there's a there's a big gap here, by the way. But there is. Mechanically, it doesn't matter. Jonelle, you're up first. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna have to work my way into the room. So many ones. Is this all? Is all this debris like rough terrain or anything? Um, not really. Okay. It's always been the case with Adventurers League. We have the worst rolls. I mean, when I say so many ones, I was basically just talking about you when I was looking at the spreadsheet. But <laughs> you're not wrong. Six not wrong. out of twenty-four of your rolls. Today. Yeah, the throne is not quite centered on the on the uh, tile set. Just so. about one fourth. Uh, exactly one fourth. Yep. Okay. I'm good at arithmetic. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Jonelle's gonna step forward and just do a series of motions. And again, this is he, which ends in a spin kick, which will do send out a arc of flame. He's gonna do searing arc strike. That's a dexterity save on his part. Yeah. Well, fourteen. Fourteen damage, unless he saves. All right. Let's see. Twenty-one. He takes seven. Jonelle kicks fire. Yoga flame. Mm. All right. Uh, then it is Horngard's turn. And having risen to the challenge, she will immediately close the distance and go for Krethic. Excellent. <laughs> I approve. 
time to get our flanking on, flanking on, flanking on. <laughs> the 15 hit you? A 15, that does not. All right, second yeah, attack. If anyone has abilities that stun or disable him, that would actually be really awesome. Uh, 12 well, also can be stunned. But... 12 does miss. Kink, kink. Arr. I mean, I can disable him, but it'll put him in an alternate dimension for a period of time. <laughs> that that kind of might not actually be the worst idea. Banish and hold action is really, really good. It would, however, it would, however, douse my holy weapon. So that's fair. As we're all like kind of naturally, I guess. Steps over. You know, to hell with this. She says that she kind of puts her hand out to the side. Uh, toward Vladimir, and this arc of lightning just kind of crackles up her arm and then blasts a lightning bolt through Vladimir. I'm going to be about the only opportunity she's going to get to do that. Today, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Fails to save. You take 31 points of lightning damage. Zorm, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to move over to here. I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Spiritual Weapon, which is not a concentration spell. It is not. Uh, it is not. One second. To summon a Silver Great Sword above Krethic. This is just a token that I always use for Spiritual Weapons. Uh, controlled by Zorm. There you go. And it's... It's above Krethic. I'm going to put it slightly off kilter so Krethic can still fire his hit. Appreciate it. Well, it's going underneath me anyways. There you go. Um, and both it and I are going to be attacking with advantage. Yep. I think we determined at some point... That they can they the can get not get flanking. They can they can get flanking. They can't provide flanking, but he's already flanking with you. True. Yeah, I'm flanking with you, and it's flanking with me. So, all the flanking. Um. Do, 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 do. So it attacks with advantage, and I cast it at I just cast it at second level. So I can hold my my higher level spell slots for healing stuff. Uh, da da da. It, I'm assuming it's 26 hits. Yep. I hope so. Uh, it deals 11 points of force damage. And I'm Great Weapon Master Swinging. With a natural 20. <laughs> which is really good, uh, because that means that my Divine Strike and Holy Weapon also get doubled. So that's... Wow. 15 <laughs> plus 12... 27, plus 47, 9 slashing 58 damage. 58 damage. So, so 15 plus 12 plus 9 slashing damage, and then 5, 6, 7, uh, 14, 20, 22 radiant damage. <laughs> Just <laughs> with the great sword. Ow. You're gonna use, oh, you already used your bonus action. Yeah, I used your bonus action to summon the spiritual weapon. Uh, which, I mean, really, I think you might just do more damage just by using the greatsword for your bonus action rather than your spiritual weapon. Yeah, but I can only do, I can only use my, I can only use my war priest feature five times. 
Oh, that's I fair. Can't do it anymore. So I'm trying uh, to Krethic. save that just in case. All right. So, um, I'll save that for later, or I'll save that for. Good. Uh, so I will. I I am going to to uh, uh, attack. Um, and I will. Let's see. Next thing you. Yeah, I will attack and probably pump some 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 smiting in. Um, advantage. 26 and we will we'll, we'll make that we'll just make that one uh, one first level spell at this point so there's 11 slashing plus 3 to 6 or 3 8 20 so 31 Ow. And second attack. Plus 20 radiant damage, too, if it matters. I'm going to use... I, I, I hope that this works. I am going to use my saving... My save face. People are looking at me. <laughs> I'm swinging at the bad guy. I One, can't two, fail. Three, four. Yeah, actually, saving face gives you exactly what you need to hit him. Beautiful. <laughs> so, um, as as you as you bring this battle axe in a second time for the second strike, his blade is coming up to meet it, and you just get that sudden urge of of like that sort of self imposed shame <laughs> that a lot of hobgoblins feel. Like, no, I cannot fail in this moment. This is my moment, and you just kind of push through and move your arm even faster to get the axe through under his uh, under his right. Vladimir, stop making me look bad in front of my friends. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? For fun, let's see. I think I'm out of... No, no, I still got one first level spell, but I'm going to save that. Let's pump a second level spell into this one. Um, so that will be seven slashing and... That would be 46... I, like I feel like if you have to save face to hit, you ha you are obligated to use a higher level spell spot. For right? <laughs> Uh, it, it is classic overcompensation. Um, nice. Ooh. Good. So seven slashing and twenty-six radiant. Um, and he's taking a lot what? of damage in this first round of combat. He has. Let's just just because I think it'll be funny if it works. I'm going to shield push him. Into me. Uh, so that is an athletics roll. You get to direct your shove. Where are you trying yeah. to shove him to? I figure probably like. Oops, that's the wrong. That is not the arrow, but that direction. Well, that way, yeah. Okay. So he will. He he will basically land like there and there's still lots of room for people to swarm around him 
All right, roll me your athletics. Um, 16? Uh, when he rolls an eight, yeah, you shove him into that square. <laughs> <laughs> so, whack! He's whack! Prone, right? <sighs> Does he get knocked prone by that? Yes. No. Uh, yeah, you have to you have to either shove them to a different space or shove them prone in their space. Did you want to shove uh, him prone in his space? Hold on. Are you shield mat? Uh, you can attempt a shove, and shove is either a five foot shift or prone. Oh, I was thinking uh, you you're correct. In that case, I will knock him on his ass. Okay, so he stays Sorry, in that, he stays I in that square. But I goes got prone. momentarily confused between that and thunderous and thunderous. Line. Yeah. Yeah, so he stays in his space, but he goes prone. So you just he gets cut him with the shield. He... Whack, whack, boom! <laughs> Hello. All right, so it's Connie's turn now. Connie's not gonna admit that she's scared of dying to this guy again, so she's just gonna rage. <laughs> John, I now need you to say in Zorm's voice, "Is it me you're looking for?" Hello. Is it me you're looking for? There we go. <laughs> and great sword attack and great sword attack. Oh, that rolled twice, so I guess both of those hit. Cool. And divine fury and second attack. <laughs> poor bastard's like, I killed you all once. This <laughs> will be evil. <laughs> To be fair, Let's to be fair, this... we got muscle. Yeah. <laughs> we literally hired, went away, hired some muscle, and came back. To be fair, he also doesn't get his ghost warriors helping him again this time. Yeah. Because those were ghosts, not revenants. Oh, they don't is come he back. dead already? Yeah, he's already gone. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it didn't even come back to Jonelle. <laughs> That's hilarious. Connie, how do you want to do this? I'll kill you again. Whack, 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 whack. Connie, how do you want to do this? Just under her breath as the sword slits through his throat, she goes, Told you I'd win. <laughs> and no one but the spirits know that she's not talking to the guy in front of her. So. <laughs> Planting the great sword into the the um the 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 revenant's throat, you just kind of dig into and sort of lean into his face. But the person you're talking to isn't the corpse; it's the Asmar that you can still see over your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And so that fight is over. This didn't seem like a particularly difficult challenge. Uh, that went much easier uh, than I thought it would. flip through the book. Challenges are much easier to overcome when through flips through a lot trying to find the right thing. Don't burn other people. Hmm. Especially not those who are beautiful. I feel like that's a reference to something I don't know. It seems as if the thing was overconfident. <clears throat> also, well, last as time we all know that is a flimsy shield. 
Last time, however, he also had a, a, a cadre of spectral warriors that do not appear to have made themselves manifest this time. That would have made it a little harder, yes. Looking at the three holy warriors here, uh, is there any way to cleanse his throne? Anything uh, to... I feel like we knew what we were doing last time we were here. I just have... It has been a month. Um, you knew that there was something at the top of this place or near the top that um, was in was being indicated by whatever spirit was haunting this place. Um, can I investigate, see if I can find what might be the holding him here or whatever? Uh, sure, you can look around the room. Investigation, perception, what do you want me to roll? Uh, roll me investigation. Could I, um... Can I make a religion check to determine? Oh, sorry, no advantage. What Thirteen. Holding these spirits here. Uh, you can also you can only religion to try and take a guess. Yeah. Um, Thirteen. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything in this room in particular that is seems to be a center hole, a centerpiece of the curse. The throne is carved after a silver dragon, but does not appear to have anything special about it. But you do notice with your investigation is uh, his sword is very, very nice. Krethic has taken... Him. I'm taking... Oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Krethic has taken a knee and is doing a last rites over... basically a blessing over the over the body in the hopes that perhaps, the, perhaps it might be at rest at last. I'm gonna... And if it is not, we will soon ensure that that will be the case. Examine the sword... Would that be an arcana roll? Yeah. I made a 20 on my uh, religion check, by the way. One second. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so, based on your understanding of the things that cause revenants to form, and how this seems to be an entire area that has been struck by this, uh, you suspect there is likely a central focal point that has been wronged in some way. Perhaps a holy site that has been desecrated, or some form of ritual uh, center that has been um, profaned, that is acting as the center point of the curse that is keeping these people bound. Did it seem like that ritual, that, that, that altar in the chapel, was it? Definitely wasn't the altar. You'd probably recognize it if you saw it. We've been through most of the mansion. Can I think of anywhere that we have? There is, there does, there is another floor. You, you had the, you know that there, there were parapets on the roof that you have not been to. Something. Um, with a thirteen arcana, do I have any idea? Uh, it's definitely a magic sword. It doesn't seem to be any kind of special magic sword, but it's a magic sword. Um, it is best that a Blade not be around for the waking of e ugly evil. Uh, what kind of sword do you have? A great sword. I will reach out and sort of pick it up to inspect it. I am already holding, oh, you're holding it. it. Oh, I thought you were just looking at it. Never mind. I am. I rolled right. an arcana while holding I it. I misunderstood that you had picked it up. 
right. <laughs> I mean, the fight over the great sword. I really like the idea that, he, that, that Connie took his head sword, just walked up and takes it out of her hands. It's like, hmm. <laughs> no, if, if, if Connie told me I wasn't going to touch it, I just thought, yeah. I thought it was on the floor. Okay. Let's find the source of this evil. Yes. Uh, keep my holy weapon active for now, because you'll, ev you'll eventually find this out when you swing it at something. But it's a plus two greatsword. Cool, I'm keeping that. <laughs> my greatsword is silvered. I paid the extra hundred gold to get it silvered. I didn't have that because I was a starting character. Yeah. Yep. So up then. So, I yeah. believe was what was said. Yes. Traffic starts yeah. going up. Continue We're going to look for that source of the corruption. All right. I'll attune to that later, but I've added it to my inventory. It's, it's a plus two gray, so it doesn't require attunement. Oh, cool. You can just go, I like this. <laughs> Which I mean, now there's a free greatsword if uh, Krethic wants to join the greatsword club. Shield master. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But the greatsword club. <laughs> Look, if I had taken great weapon master with the thought of maybe one day I'll get a greatsword, that would be one thing. Yeah. Right. No, it's. So the group of you, the group of you, continue on. Um, hey, look, there's a staircase. Yeah, so you all make your way Let's to the staircase. Let's go to the staircase. Um, mm -hmm. Let me plant you on the next floor and see how much box text there is, because I'm almost certain there is. Oh, there we are. Yeah. There's a big hole in the roof. I feel and there like is we would have appears... spotted that from the room below. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there was a hole in the roof the whole time. There appears to be something up here, and that is right where Krethic is going once we get the description. <laughs> All right, so. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, my friends. We must await the box text. <laughs> it starts to scroll down from the ceiling, from the sky. <laughs> Late so, night streams, folks. <laughs> as you, as you, as you rise to the roof, um, you find the destroyed remnants of what was once the upper landing, um, and uh, a twenty-foot diameter hole in the mansion's roof uh, is directly above what would have been, yes, the throne room. Um, the rubble on the roof surrounding the hole is difficult terrain. The roof is sloped and covered with cracked stone tiles. Um, <coughs> and perched on the rooftop overlooking the parapet is a silver-plated gargoyle shaped like a dragon wormling. And an ancient ballista rotted by time and weather stands behind the battlements on the, on the tower rooftop. Uh, and then strewn atop the roof toward the front of the mansion is the wreckage of a ballista. Flanking the wreckage are two stone turrets with conical rooftops and narrow doors. And then from the 
on the other end, beyond a ragged edge of stone is a 60-foot plunge to the rubble-strewn ground below. A few rafters stick out from beneath the stone, which is directly south of you. And then finally, the parapet narrows to a width of 10 feet directly to your east, ending before a sturdy wooden door set into the wall of the eastern tower. Which goes What's even that higher. gargoyle thing? How did we get up here? Hang on, I'm confused as to where the stairs are. Uh, right behind you. Okay, it's, it's right a tower here. right there. Thank you, I was lost. It's like, wait. Where's, where's the, where's the, the, the... I'm, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna delete the dynamic lighting yeah. on the room. So oh, there we go. Boop, 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 boop. I imagine that whatever the cause of this is likely over there, I say, pointing to the door, while Krethek is walking towards the gargoyle. Does this look like it was blown from it collapsed or was this destroyed from the outside going down or from below? Uh, it looks like it was up. probably destroyed from the outside going down. Krethic, as you walk over to the gargoyle, you hear in as you walk by this whispering voice whisper to you, when the dragon dreams its dream within its rightful tomb, the light of Argenvost will beam and rid this land of gloom. Krethic, you look Excuse like you're me. Voices. Huh? Excuse. <laughs> Did you not say that this was something about something about a dragon in relation to this place? Yes. Uh, I will, yeah. I will find some way to recap that this was apparently a sanctuary held by a dragon that Strahd somehow corrupted Argenvost being said dragon and also worshipped as a holy figure. I'm not going to try and find soon text. No, that's fine. I, that's fine. It has read that it exists. Do we know where that dragon's remains are? No. Why are you asking? Because something just told me. I'm not going to text good and evil. That if we put the dragon's to rest. Just in case. Yeah, so as you detect good and evil... Argenvost will be restored. Nope, nothing within range. Okay. Connie is going to walk up to the pointed out door and check it, by which I mean try and open it. Uh, you open the door... I'm walking. I'm walking after Johnny's. A rickety wooden landing and a staircase cling to the walls of this tower. The stairs lead up to another landing twenty feet above, and the floor of the chapel lies sixty feet below. I'm gonna head up to that next level. I guess because the chapel's where we fought those guys, right? Yep. Connie, you head up. Uh, or sorry, wrong side. Head up this side. Um, creaky stairs climb to a wooden landing with three windows that look out over the roof of the mansion. Flanking the windows are two narrow wooden doors, and then another, and then another set of stairs going even further up. Uh, stairs first. I assume the others are following, but. 
Yes, well, we, we will assume as much. Yeah. Graphic. Ah. Uh, and then all of you arrive at the, the top level. Well, just found where we got moved, and I got moved again. Yep. Uh, so, wooden stairs climb to the tower's peak, which has a stone floor and a 30-foot high roof. Ravens roost on crisscrossing rafters, coming and going through small holes in the roof. Ten-foot-high, five-foot-wide arched windows are evenly spaced around the walls. Each window consists of a lead latticework fitted with small panes of transparent glass. Do these seem like ravens or those ravens? Uh, they, they seem to be... Um, they watch you with interest, but they don't seem to be aggressive or potentially violent. No, I mean, are they um, unusually smart? Um, they seem to be, they don't seem to be were-ravens. Okay, cool. But they do seem intelligent enough to watch you, basically. Uh, if there's nothing else up here, I guess we head to the doors? Um. John, are you saying something? Uh, no, it's just, uh, uh, Zorm, uh, moves over to one of the windows. I move over to one of the windows and look out and try to determine if... The uh, the hole in the roof looks like it may have been made from a dragon falling through it. Uh, so, first off, to the north and east lies a mist-shrouded valley with dark woods, a small town, and a lonely windmill on a precipice. To the south, a river flows through a foggy marsh. To the west, between rocky hills, you glimpse an abbey perched on a snowy mountainside beyond, beyond a long stretch of fog-smothered pines. Although you recognize the, the town of the north as the one you arrived in from the mists. Um, looking out, it's definitely some kind of large crash. Something fell into there and caused the, the, the falling damage. I'm curious if we were to follow that hole down all the way to its conclusion, if we would not find some clue as to where this dragon ended. nothing here at the top of this tower? Um, again, I'm not going to try and figure out. We should check the floor below this first because it'd be really annoying to have to trek all the way back up here because we were wrong about down there. <laughs> That's fair. The lady speaks truth. So checking the doors, the two doors on the lower level of the floor on their way back down from the top, I guess. With apologies to the GM for making him drag us all over the map. Yeah, it's, I mean, this map is built like that. It's not designed for players to transfer themselves. Um, so, one level yeah, down, the, checking doors. There, there was two doors. We're checking those. So I'll, I will basically shortcut this and say that the only room that is particularly interesting when you open it is this one. Mm -hmm. Because the other one was a closet. Oh, hey, there's stuff to fight, maybe. Through the dust uh, and cobwebs. Uh, uh, the other, the lower floor. Oh, there we go. 
No, I was trying to find where on the map we were. Yeah. Um, through dust, uh, through the dust and cobwebs, you see faded war banners adorning the walls of a spacious chamber, in the center of which stands a heavy wooden table. An iron chandelier hangs above the table, which is surrounded by six high-backed chairs with wood-carved dragons perched atop them. Slumped in five of the chairs are skeletal humans in tattered chainmail. The corpses all tilt their heads in your direction. One of them growls, Why do you, the living, disturb the dead? Because you have not found your way to your rest. There is no rest so long as the shadow of Oregon Vost lies uncleansed over this Then ghost. let us cleanse that shadow. That is most certainly our goal. If you tell us where the dead dragon is, we can fix it. <laughs> How do you fancy a trip to the castle of the Count Strahd? Is that where the dead dragon is? Well, we were on the way anyway. The death of Argenvost enraged the spirit of Vladimir Horngard, the lord of our order. He and all of us returned to our bodies to ever watch this place. We killed many of Strahd's soldiers, but it was not enough, and his shadow still holds over this place. But as a final insult, Strahd took the skull of our lord, the dragon Argenvost, and kept it enshrined in his castle as a trophy. If you can return the skull and place it within the mausoleum beneath this keep, then the light of Argenvost will shine once more on this land. Sounds good. You wouldn't happen to have any precious magical <clears throat> treasures that would assist in this endeavor, would you? I ensure you, we will do so. <sighs> when the ugly ones say things I agree with. She doesn't say that out loud. She's not allowed I've, to. I've determined that a true neutral cleric is just a sarcastic cleric. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love that we have like levels of traditional tact going from barbarian to cleric in exact <laughs> opposite order. Um, so the uh, we have nothing to offer you, nor can we aid you without word from our lord, and I doubt he would give it. Who is your lord? He's not really or in the talking mood right now. Orngard <clears throat> is the commander of our order. Yes, well, we just we just put him down for the moment. I know he will be back. <laughs> but when was... one in I don't know how your order works. But both in the hierarchy of the Silver Flame and the military order I belong to before that. When one leader is incapacitated, it must fall to another to make those decisions until such person is able to return. We await the orders of either Vladimir Horngard or Argenvost himself. There is no third of third in command. <laughs> Seems like that would. 
That would be myself, Lord Godfrey Gwilym. Lord Godfrey? But I am bound, and you and I both know that Horngar is not gone. For the time being. I know he will be back very soon. There is little aid that I can offer you, and your very presence well. vexes me the longer you remain here. The urge, to kill, the urge to kill is difficult to keep down. I would rather you leave than this come to blows. Fair enough. We shall return once we have retrieved the, the skull of Argon Vostok. We will put you to rest. <sighs> Let's rest. see how Connie does. <laughs> so like a non-natural, <laughs> but that is a one. What but do you natural one. So Connie sort of looks between them, flips frustratedly in her book. Um it does not behoove us to turn our backs to evil. I think it doesn't really matter what way you turn, there's going to be evil behind you in this land, really no matter what direction you face. There is Lady Connie. There is there are two things we could do. We could remain here systematically waiting for one and then the other and then the other to pop up and smash them down in turn for all eternity, or we can resolve the situation long permanently by leaving it here. I am as offended by the existence of these creatures as you are. This is the entire dedication of my order. That said, I think the better move is to find this permanent solution. Let's give her another check, because you reframed it as a tactic. I'll roll a persuasion if I need to. That is fair, actually. Just roll a persuasion against her, um, I guess, insight would be the proper roll. 18! Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. She looks deeply offended that she is agreeing with someone so ugly, but does not attack the skeleton. It's like twice in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, I, you guys knew this character oh, no. was here. No, no, oh, yeah. no, just, no. It, it's the deeply admitted and agreeing with someone so ugly twice in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, funny. he's vexing because he's both ugly and doing the right thing. It's almost like I knew there was a cleric of soon in the party, and I wanted to see that cleric of soon struggle with the idea of beauty of character and soul versus beauty of outside. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, Krethik is the most beautiful character on the inside of this entire group. <laughs> Zorm is exactly as beautiful on the outside as he is on the inside. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Which is to say, not very. I guess we leave. We will return, and hopefully when we do, speaking to Godfrey, you will rest at last. Ah, rest would be a welcome change. 
and we go. I step away from the door and then step back. Just double checking. There's no like hidden magical treasure troves or anything in the building. <laughs> no. Oh, yes. Okay. Insight check. <laughs> I really like that he's just basically in it for Never mind. Skeletons are really hard to read. They are. Hang on. I mean, everything that would be an expression on his face has been rotted away. Fifteen? Hang on. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the natural twenty because he really has no he really has no reason <laughs> to to give you any information. So yeah. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Turn follow. Are you sure you don't have any loot? We did <laughs> just kind of rock your rock your keep. Also, I don't say this, but I am keeping the sword. <laughs> I, of course you are. Oh man, Vladimir's gonna be so pissed when he comes back. He's like, all right, I'm back. That it's been a while since that. Now where's my God damn it. <laughs> he has like a basement full of plus two long swords and plus two great axes just below the basement that the players need to find right. for every time this happens. Yeah. All right. Where to right. next? I believe I heard. <laughs> I know this is suicidal. I believe I heard some mention of a castle. Um, flips through the book. There was mention of... I, okay, I'm not gonna try this right now. Um, basically, we did talk about trying to sneak in and sneak out. It doesn't seem like we have a group that can do that. No. I look at Esmeralda. I still don't know your name, but uh, Esmeralda Devon, yeah. Zorb. Where's this castle? Uh, to the east. Across the river. I... The <clears throat> we have to get, we have to get in and possibly out without Strahd noticing us. Which... We are not ready for str for for this Strahd, I don't believe. But if we do. If we time our if we time our I, arrival for during the day, uh, we may be able to catch him uh, when he is resting. And... My kinsman, uh, back where I come from, uh, had a term for this. They called it a smash and grab. That sounds accurate, actually. You go in. You You go in. You brute force in. You get what you need. Apparently, weapons to destroy this vampire. Dragon skull. You get out, and then you prepare for the actual final combat. Which, if we can go in while Strahd rests, recuperates, whatever vampires do during the day. Then we'll only have to worry about the defenses he has within the castle itself. Indeed. They should avoid... And it's just, it's been months and months and months since we mentioned this. 
the room where our final confrontation is supposed to take place, which I believe is the grave of the dude. The, the, the tomb, the, tomb the, the, the portrait was the, the, the specific yeah. uh, fortune that you got was in the tomb of the man that he that Strahd envies most, which yeah, based on the passage from Harry that confirmed that that was the his guy. brother, Sergei. Yeah. yeah married the lady because he feels friend-zoned. Yeah. Right, so, if everything that has been explained to me in uh, side banter on the way here to this castle is correct, then we need to bust down the door, find a nice sword, find a dragon skull, stay away from the crypt of his brother whose wife he wanted to bone, and then come back here, free these people, train up, kill the vampire. Then I can get the fuck out of here, right? That sums it up nicely. I mean... I would not put it even remotely close to that way. But that does seem to be the gist of it, yes. Then to the castle we go. All right. I'm excited. I'm not even going to make you roll random encounters because I want to get to the castle. <laughs> we try to time it so we arrive um, at daytime. Picks up the players and is like, no, interesting thing. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you like my description of our objectives. <laughs> All right. There's a lot that goes into Castle Ravenloft. I so give me had, I assume we get a long rest between now and then. Yeah, probably. <laughs> if not, we're taking one. Yeah, we need to at least we get a long rest. Scout out and case the place over the course of a day. <laughs> Which is when I'll we'll also communicate that I have I have a healer's kit, so I can I can stabilize people. Um I've got like six uses on mine left. And also I don't cost any money to revive, which is worth knowing. That is very good to know. I do have Revivify as my prepared third level spell. Yeah. In addition to whatever it is that what what are the ones that I get uh, or that I get automatically? Uh, Connie's the only one who's going to be able to benefit from Revivify. I have, uh, though. I'm also the one who can. I can take a lot of hits for you. Yeah. Assuming like, that assuming that the game master will allow me to change gold for diamonds, I have three hundred gold that I can use. Uh, I would say you could have diamonds on you from before you yeah. got here. How what how, what's the what's the cost of diamond that Vivify requires normally? Uh, three hundred. I have I have one diamond. Yeah. <laughs> one diamond. Yeah. It's just with two people that can cast that spell, it's worth. Yeah. I like the idea that it is. One diamond worth a hundred gold, one diamond worth a hundred and fifty, two diamonds that are each worth thirty-seven and a half gold pieces. Um, let's see. Also, uh, and then one diamond that's worth a hundred and uh, or that's worth seventy-five. If Connie goes down and it takes more than a minute to pick her back up, don't worry, I can raise dead later. Excellent. I could also it's raise up that conversation really works like in universe, but it's, it's a thing. Um, all right. 
I really like that there's an isometric map of of Ravenloft, but it's really not going to be useful for Roll20 games. Mm -hmm. At least kind of scout out the area, see if we can see from any defenses from the outside. Uh, sure, let me see what you might be able to... <laughs> That's going to be part of the box text. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna plan my spells real quick while while William is finding box text to read. Oh yeah, there's plenty of box text. Let me tell you. Yeah, are we are we going to? Is this going to be long rest time and possibly switch out spells and shit? Yeah, you can you can take a long rest and switch okay. out stuff. Cool. What do I want? What seems useful? If only silence moved with me, it'd be really a lot more useful. Yeah, silence. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna drop heroism. You can use stuff like enhance ability if you're trying to stealth. Yeah, um, but... I believe. Sorry, I have a fairly encyclopedic knowledge of this. Enhance ability is a. It may also be worth taking something like long strider. I think you have access to some of those spells. Uh, Long Shredder's a druid spell, and my circle doesn't have it. My 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 mm -hmm. I, my my domain doesn't give it to me. I thought there was one movement spell cleric got. It, it may actually be freedom of movement. Yeah, freedom of movement, which I do have. <laughs> I will dump because we're doing dealing with a bunch of undead, and they tend to be pretty. Pretty sturdy in terms of being frightened. Let's dump Wrathful for Searing among the smites. The thing I love about a barbarian, you don't have to plan. <laughs> right? Uh, uh... Good thing of playing like a sorcerer over a wizard. It's like, yeah, I don't have to plan this out. I uh, got what I got. Though. Other I'm thing, really tempted to get fine steed and it, just ride along next to you guys. I mean, we're riding in a cart, so it's not necessarily a bad plan. Yeah. So one one thing that you would have encountered at the fork in the road that leads up towards Castle Ravenloft, mm -hmm. um, which I will I will take you back towards just a little bit. Um, parked at the fork in the road, pointed east, is a large black carriage drawn by two black horses. The horses snort puffs of steamy breath into the chill mountain air. The side door of the carriage swings open silently. Do you just keep going past it or do you inspect it? Oh, I'm, I'm inspecting the fuck out. out of that. Does anything come yeah, out? Yeah, we're looking at this thing. Uh, as, as a, also, as, as a clarification and an addendum, also remember, not just the weapon, but the holy item we need is also in Castle Straw. <laughs> That's okay. It's a good thing one of us has locate object prepared. Yes. Ew. Um. Um. As you look around, this carriage is completely empty. There is nothing in it. There is nothing on it. It is just a black carriage pulled by these two strange horses. And the door just swung open, presumably inviting you. Try and figure out if the horses are, like, 
if they are mechanically beasts or something else. So I'm, they're definitely beasts. I am going this, to use. This I want seems like a bad idea, but oftentimes when magical By carriages. By point, appear, Connie's already inside. <laughs> I was like, "Well, this might not be okay." She's going in. Uh, uh, as I approach, I am using divine sense. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, they are actually just horses, so they don't actually read as undead. And there is nothing. I don't detect anything inside. Not really. That is uh, okay. Undead or celestial or fiend. Yeah. Okay. I'm swapping out tongues for daylight. Okay. That's probably good. I do like, by the way, the fact that Divine Sense specifically reads, you know the type of being whose presence you sense, but not its identity. The vampire Count Strahd von Zerovich, for example. <laughs> you would sense a vampire, but not necessarily that it was Strahd. I like that they took the time. Because, you know, somebody was like, no, no. I, I know that it's a vamp. I know that I know that it won't tell you what the identity is, but this is Strahd, man. I'm also going to swap out um mass healing word. I like for spirit guard for guardian of fame. Okay. That's that's almost certainly something they put in as flavor text, but I like the idea it was a thing that came up during playtesting. Yep. Uh, and then I'm so this might seem like a bad idea, but normally, as Connie gets into the carriage, normally <laughs> when a mysterious carriage appears to whisk you away, what what ends up happening on the other end is either incredibly dangerous or incredibly worthwhile. But in either case, there is and this treasure. And the graphic is inside. <laughs> As Rose, like you, you guys know, I have my own. You know what? I'm in. I don't I'm want. Going I don't sit down for a ride. I'm inspecting the inside. You know, what? at this point, I honestly don't want to bring my carriage up to that castle. I That's like so that fair. there is a pitch going on for why we should go in that we are clearly not listening to as we file in. <laughs> it's more for Jonelle and Esmeralda at this point. That's fair. <laughs> Jonelle's like going, oh god. Maybe it's best if Esmeralda. Maybe it's best that you find a place to seclude your your wagon in the forest. Oh, if anyone tries to take this, it will explode on them. I'm oh, also yeah, swapping but... out mass cure wounds for dawn, just in case. I thought you already mass. I swapped out oh, mass healing wounds. Still, to to lessen the chances of it blowing up, you might want to pull it into the forest. I don't think they're going to give me the time. <laughs> they all seem to be piling in. I haven't gotten in yet. I'm dumping branding smite since I think I really feel like searing smite is all the smite you need. Um, all you need is smite. Uh, uh, for uh, or of vitality. I'm because, not swapping out. Let's face it, we need the help because. I realized that Dawn, I don't have the material component for it. So instead, I'm just going to swap out Mass Cure Wounds for Mass Healing Word, because it's a lower level spell slot. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and I've got Prayer Command. Yeah. I'm investigating the inside once we get yep. to that point. Does everyone pile in? 
I'll wait for them to finish investigating the inside and then pile in. Uh, it appears to be a nicely upholstered black carriage on the inside. There does not appear to be anything out of sorts, aside from the fact that it's completely fucking empty. Hmm. I'm Can I try and determine if it is magical in some way? Oh, it's definitely magical. The door opened on its own. <laughs> there's some kind of magic here. You don't know what, but there's magic at work. This is not natural. Nothing sitting into the driver's seat, is there? <laughs> no. I'm going to walk back out and try something. Can I walk back out, I guess? Yeah, you can step out. Right. Can I untether the horses? Not really. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, you honestly don't see where they're tethered to begin with. Okay, they're not attached in some way. I mean, you can only assume, because why else would they be standing there? Um, and they definitely wear bit and bridle, but it, like, it doesn't seem to be attached. It has that, like, video game thing of they didn't want to animate the ropes attaching to the carriage. <laughs> those are just gonna clip through everything? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Hmm. I'm all up for taking this carriage ride. I'm already inside, and I have pretty much just settled in <sighs> at this point. All right, so I'm assuming everyone gets into the okay. carriage. Reluctantly. We are so yeah. going to die. All right, so. Either death. As the horse either, goes, carriage goes off the side of the cliff. Either death or treasure awaits. <laughs> and so the, the carriage door. <clears throat> Swing shut, and the carriage slowly starts to roll up the hill Strahd as the horses pull. Strahd wouldn't make a trap this obvious, would he? I think we've already determined that we can't stealth. So taking the most obvious approach is obviously. That's exactly why Krethic is chilling inside. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he practically invited you. I mean, well, I really get the feeling rude. that this is the equivalent of the like piece of cheese underneath the box propped up by a stick. We just dove for it. <laughs> Mine. After, hey, after winding <laughs> those. At least one of you has a wisdom modifier. Two of you. Yeah. And it's not me. Uh. Well, okay. I, have, I think I have plus one. No, I do not. I do not have a bonus. Okay, but the monk and the. I card. do. Yes. I do as well. <laughs> after one is tempered by my greed. <laughs> after winding through the forest and craggy mountain peaks, the road takes a sudden turn to the east and the startling, awesome presence of Castle Ravenloft towers before you. They used the word awesome. I'm not kidding. I believe you. Uh, the carriage comes to a dead stop before twin turrets of stone, broken from years of exposure. Beyond these guard towers is the precipice of a 50-foot-wide, fog-filled chasm that disappears into unknown depths. A lower drawbridge of old, shored-up wooden beams stretches across the chasm, <laughs> between you and the archway to the courtyard. The chains of the drawbridge creak in the wind, their rust-eaten iron straining under the weight. From atop the high walls, stone gargoyles stare at you out of their hollow eye sockets and grin hideously. A rotting wooden portcullis, green with growth, hangs above the entry tunnel. 
Beyond this location, the main doors of Ravenloft stand open. A rich, warm light spills from within, flooding the courtyard. Torches flutter sadly in sconces on both sides of the open doors. I grin back at the gargoyles to see who flinches first. They are made of stone. Yeah, so roll by just as the anime thing is like cracking. <laughs> Shall we? I believe that was implied. Yep. All right. Bum 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 ba dum bum ba dum. Why are you humming that? <laughs> it is the battle chant of the silver flag. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're a paladin group? <laughs> I mean... It fits, kind of, actually, it, now that I think about it. it. From what I know of the Silver Flame, that fits. A little bit. They're a little more benevolent than the Empire. They have okay. good intentions. So does the Empire. No, they don't. <laughs> They're just, they're good intentions, they are, like, you will all Aaron will sidebar the entire discussion of the Empire for later. I feel but note that I have sidebar. <laughs> but, I mean, structurally, the Silver Flame has similarities. I mean, yes, because the, the, the Silver Flame is basically Eberron Catholic Church. And... The Empire is basically Star Wars bureaucracy in general, which fits yeah. many things, including the Catholic Church. And oh, look. There we are. Indeed we are. Give me one second for box text. I just got to get Esmeralda on the field as well. Behold! The box text descends <laughs> from the sky. Esmeralda starts to walk up, and it just sees a bunch of... Boom, boom, boom. But she's like, well, I guess I will wait for the next adventure. <laughs> it turns around and walks. I like so. the idea that at least one of us runs face first into the box text. <laughs> Thick, cold fog swirls in this courtyard. Sporadic flashes of lightning lance the weeping clouds overhead as thunder shakes the ground. Through the drizzle, you see torch flames fluttering on each side of the keep's open main doors. By the way, it's raining. Warm light spills out of the entrance, <laughs> flooding the courtyard. High above the entrance is a round window with shards of broken glass lodged in its iron frame. And as you enter the courtyard of Castle Ravenloft, that is where we will end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I find my mouth. <laughs> 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 <laughs>